0: You are listening to the Daily Escape Podcast with Sadie K. Frazier. This episode has been brought to you by Traveling Realms Media. Good morning good morning good morning hey everybody how are you all doing this slightly chilly fall day for me i'm doing pretty good but i'm just happy that it's not snowing yet i think it's supposed to be still in the 50s it's getting down 20s and 30s at night which is fine by me as long as i don't see any of the white stuff on the ground we've actually been so busy lately that i don't know if we're coming or going but we kind of seem to be back on the right track with where we headed. Maybe 2019 when I started thinking about expanding our business and just wasn't quite sure what to do. But since 2021 has thrown everybody as many curveballs as the dreaded 2020 did, I'd say that we're doing pretty good overall to have our heads even above water at least. I know many people don't right now. And to you, I'm sending lots of hugs and love and positive vibes just to help you get through whatever challenges you're facing right now. And you just need to remember that no matter what you're going through, you have all the strength you need inside of you already. The challenge, I think, for all of us is to find your center and just to shut the rest of the chaos out while you take a moment to step back, find the resources you need to pull yourself out of that negative headspace you're in right now. So I hope this podcast helps a little bit with that. I'm here to encourage you in whatever journey you're on right now. I know sometimes it seems like you'll never find your way out again, and I've been there too, but I promise you, you will. Just take your time, take one day at a time, and just make little changes happen until you see those, those results happen and those negative thoughts, all those self-destructive patterns, you see those kind of start to fall away and replace them with some more positive uh, mindsets. So when I debated on what to do the podcast on this week, I decided that I would take this chance before the holidays, before all of its magical glory, but yes, chaos (laughs) is upon us. And let's just talk about self-love and taking care of you for a change. And I wanted to read my horoscope this morning. I had the podcast all ready to go and ready to record. And then at the last minute, I read my horoscope and I thought, this really kind of applies to what I'm going to be talking about today, too. So it says, sometimes in life it can be extremely difficult to tell where exactly you're going. There are so many places to see, so many people to meet, that between every which way you've got to go, finding your own path can be a little difficult. The thing is, you need to follow your own path. And you need to do this more than plenty of other signs. I'm actually a Gemini, so it specifically says Gemini. I'm happy to tell you that soon a path will open up to you. One which gives you hope and excitement and the promise of something truly incredible waiting at the end of it. But it's not here just yet. First, you need to spend some time clearing your mental and emotional decks. You need to take care of yourself. You need to regain your strength. And only by doing these things, will you be ready to walk down the new path that life will present to you. I can totally relate to that right now, because after talking about everything that I'm going to talk about on the podcast, that really just kind of culminates everything I've been thinking and feeling. I feel like I'm on the precipice of something new, something great. I feel like all kinds of doors are opening for me. But in some ways, I also feel like my mind is jumbled with all these other thoughts and all this chaos and all the busyness that's been going on in our own life. Um, We have a lot of people who have been just struggling lately, people that I know that we're close to, and it's difficult to kind of push that aside when you're ready to help others because some of that other stuff I'm trying to tell you guys how to change and how to do these other things, but some of that other stuff is also weighing on me. So I need to take my own advice and clear my emotional um, state and Get out of that negative headspace so that we can move forward and accept those gifts that the universe has coming for us. So let's back up a minute and I'll tell you kind of a little bit that's been going on with us. Um, My daughter and my two grandsons just got over having COVID and they gave us all quite a scare. Not so much with the boys, but more for my daughter. She has Crohn's disease. She's got some other autoimmune stuff that they're trying to sort out. So it was kind of a double whammy for her. And I was really scared how she would do with it. In fact, I've been scared since COVID first hit that she was going to be the one to get sick. And I think it's kind of always been in the back of my mind that what if she gets it? And then the bigger underlying question for me is what if she can't fight that? She has so many other things with her autoimmune that there's times that she can't eat anything more than her nutrition shakes and things like that. So I thought... You know, if she gets COVID and that attacks her body like that, what if I lose her? So that underlying sense of worry and fear was always there, and it's been there for the last almost two years. But honestly, she did okay. She ended up getting the antibodies, which really helped with at least the duration of her recovery time. I'm just so thankful that she's through the worst part of it and that she's okay and as a parent of now all adult children and <laughs> that still feels so weird for me to say i'm not ready for that yet i never really stopped worrying i thought i would and i guess i lied to myself and thought maybe this will get easier once they're out of the house and they can officially take care of themselves but it doesn't sure they can take care of themselves they can basically do everything on their own without me now but when they're sick when they're worried stressed sad mad hurting struggling up with life and just feel like there's no way out the fact is they need me now more than ever so no that worry truly never stops but the day-to-day activities that I used to need from them when they were home at least have ceased for the most part other than the random hey can you run me here can you do this hey can you stop and do this quick so for a moment I was sad and who am I kidding it's not really just for a moment It's really a whole entire new season of life and I'm thick in the middle of it. And so, yes, I'm still sad that they're not here sometimes, but I find myself with more time on my hands now and not quite knowing what to do with it. Now that I don't have them to take care of my husband and I are authors, like I've said before, a million times, and we do all these other things together, but it's when we are apart, when we're apart and we're no longer parents, And we're not doing anything as a couple. Those are the times that I'm like, hmm, (laughs) what am I supposed to do with me now? My hubby and I went in for our physicals last week. And it was overdue by a couple of months with everything else going on. But we bit the bullet and we went in together like the fabulous old married couple we are. In fact, our previous doctor used to call us the dynamic duo. And I kind of secretly like that a little bit. I think we are pretty fabulous when we come together as a team, if I do say so myself. Just hit our 22nd wedding anniversary, and if you missed it last week, I actually had him as a guest on the podcast, and we talked about different love languages and just our relationship over the last 22 years and some exciting events that we had coming up last weekend. Anyway, it was time for our annual blood work, complete physical, my pap smear, my mammogram, you know, all the really fun stuff we get to look forward to as we get older. I was happy it was over with and content that we didn't have to go back for another year. And I honestly didn't really think past that point. I was like, okay, that feels good to have all of that done. Another thing crossed off our list until my blood results started coming back in. One by one with each result I opened, my heart sank a little deeper. I was still waiting on the results of my PAP when I wrote this. And now I'm happy to tell you that those came back normal also. Um, I've had precancerous cells before. So usually until I get those results back, I remain a little on edge. But as for the rest of my results... I got word from my doctor your cholesterol is too high. Your sugar levels are too high. Your good cholesterol is not where it needs to be. Your weight is a little higher than we'd like it as well. Your bad cholesterol is creeping up more than we'd like to. All of which put you at a higher risk for heart attack and stroke, especially now that you're postmenopausal. So I had to let that just sit a minute longer than I should have. I now officially am done having babies. Not that we're planning on having any more. My husband had a vasectomy, for God's sake, and we are not wanting to start all over again. It's our time to shine now. But the other thought way in the back of my mind is that a piece of me that meant literally everything to me at one point in my life, and honestly still does, whether they're out of the house or not, being a mom for me is no longer an option. Like I said, it's not that we wanted to have more babies. I'm done. I'm in my 50s. And we are well on our way to the other half of our life. But I once valued every second of becoming a mother, of being pregnant, of bringing life into the world. I valued every second of being a stay at home mom when I was lucky enough to do so. I cherish every memory ever made with my little ones. And I'm grateful to God every day to have five beautiful, strong, amazingly resilient children that get to call me mom, mother, mama, whatever they choose to call me. And now Their babies get to call me grandma. But I think for a minute or two, I lost sight of who I was without them. I never wanted to think or imagine a life without them. I only wanted to pull them closer when they were little. So I just didn't think about it. And now that they've spread their wings and flown just where they were meant to, I wonder who am I to become now? So let's take a step back for a minute. When I started to see my blood work results come in, my heart sank, like I said, because I realized in that moment that I forgot to take care of myself. I've been so busy focusing on everything and everyone else that I forgot to take care of me. So I ask you today, what are you doing to ensure that when everybody else has flown the coop, when all of your kids are out of the house, when there's nobody left to rely on but yourself, when you're left to your own thoughts and hopes and dreams to sort out, are you taking care of you? If not, I'm here to tell you that it's time. Whether you want it to be or not, it is. So these past few months have been quite an eye opener for me as I began to take classes and boot camps and workshops and kind of struggled to find things that not only occupy my time, but also speak to my spirit and bring me joy. If, You are anything like all the rest of the world. These last couple of years of struggling to stay afloat through this crazy pandemic certainly have not made us feel very joyful, have they? What can we do to change that? What can we do to take care of ourselves and fill our lives with more joy? An article I read on Mental Health of America's website mentions the following. It says you should work towards goals, take care of yourself, build strong connections, and meditate. And I've talked about that in the past as far as the meditation aspect of that, as far as reaching out to others, taking care of yourself, working towards your goals, decluttering your life. They also say that now that you've made the decision to begin your journey of taking care of yourself, below are some tools to aid you in the process. And some of these are, um, they wrote some of these tools for people who are in recovery for addictions and things like that. But I think that they can also be healthy steps that we can take in taking care of ourselves. So they mentioned that some tips for self-care include living healthy, eating healthy foods, getting enough sleep. That's one of the things I don't do. Exercising regularly. Again, guilty is charged and avoiding drugs and alcohol. Manage stress and go for regular medical checkups. That's so important to get preventative care. Like I said, I've had precancerous cells before. um, So I I make sure that I am on top of going to my appointment so that I can have my pap smear. No, it's not fun. None of us women enjoy that. But I would rather know from day one so they can fix it than say, I wish you would have come in because we could have treated this earlier. Same thing with the mammogram and breast cancer. This says that you should see friends. Open yourself up, get out there, make new friends. Spend time with the ones that you haven't reached out to for years. COVID has kind of let that time slip away from us all, hasn't it? So we need those friends and those connections to build our sense of belonging. Consider joining a support group to make new friends. Try to do something you enjoy every single day. That might mean dancing, watching a favorite TV show, working in the garden, painting, reading, writing, whatever it is, make sure that you enjoy that. Find ways to relax as well. That's just as important. Get your body moving. Get out there and do all those things to connect. But then at the end of the day, find ways to relax like meditation, yoga, get a massage, take a bath, walk in the woods. What you need to do is focus on your strengths. Focus on solving problems. Focus on the future instead of reviewing hurts from the past. Focus on your life instead of all the negative things or the illness or the addiction or whatever it is that's holding you back. One of my favorite things that it mentions in here is to create a journal or scrapbook with pictures and clippings to help maintain your goals. Keeping a journal or scrapbook is a good way to track your goals and remind you of the things you've accomplished and the things you still plan to accomplish. Continue to add new goals as they come up. And in the aspect of recovery, they said recovery is a constant process and continuing to set goals for yourself will help keep you motivated to reach and maintain wellness. And like I said, that's all aspects of wellness, not just your recovery. So let's talk about strengthening those connections. The importance of incorporating joy, spirit, and relaxation in your life has many implications in developing resiliency and staying healthy overall. The four C's, to joy, spirit, and relaxation are number one, to connect with yourself, connect with others, connect to your community, and create joy and satisfaction. As you use the four C's, remember to continue trying to push your comfort levels and do things you may not have done before. I love that because if we never step outside of that box, we never know what we're capable of doing. And now when it mentions connection to your community, Now is the perfect time to reach out and to try to help others. There's a lot of people right now that are struggling between Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. Maybe they don't have family. Maybe they don't have resources. Maybe they're just struggling with their mental health and um, they have depression, anxiety as the holidays approach. There's all kinds of ways that we can connect to our community and help others. Now, the most important part of self-love or self-care is to learn to connect with yourself again. It's important that you check in with yourself periodically. If you do not, then you may not realize the things that are changing or getting out of control. Checking in with yourself allows you the opportunity to evaluate where you are. You may find that you need to readjust what step of your action plan you're on and try different coping tools. I know for me, I've had days where it feels like, one in particular here a few weeks ago I'll share with you guys, I think I had gotten to work and I was like, All the way there, I'm like, everybody seems like traffic just seems out of control. People were being mean and cutting each other off and just, I don't know, I just felt like it was just chaotic already before I ever even got to work. And then when I got to work and I thought, man, my coworker seems a little grumpy today. She seems like maybe she's not in the best mood or maybe didn't have the best weekend or something. And then my boss came in and I was like, I was kind of reading her and I'm like, she doesn't look like she's in a very good mood either today. And I just felt like one of the doctors there was being kind of snappy and just not, not really on her best game that day either. And throughout the afternoon, I'm like, God, the claimants are being kind of just snappy and everybody seems to be kind of negative. And then I realized, I think I was answering my husband back about something and I found myself snapping at him. <laughs> After a few minutes, I was like, wait a minute, maybe just maybe. It's not all these other people that I've come into contact with today that are in a negative headspace. Maybe it's actually me that's in that negative headspace, and maybe I'm affecting them. I mean, I had to take a step back and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Maybe you walked in the door in a negative headspace and you were already, you know, got up on the wrong side of the bed, and maybe you're just seeing these things as being negative, but maybe they're in their rooms looking at you, going, God, she's grumpy today. So, Take a step back and just kind of check yourself to see where you're at. And if you've had low times in the past, you understand how hard it can be to get out of those places. Learning all you can about your mental health condition will help let you know that your hard times are not your fault. Make a list of your accomplishments that you've achieved, and it's a good resource to turn back to when you're feeling low. Another tool you may utilize is a journal. And this part is the part that I really want to hone in on. Keep a journal that tells all about your experiences. Good, bad, honest, ugly, whatever it might be. It's a great way to learn more about yourself. Being completely honest in your journal is important and you should feel free to let your guard down. This will help you discover how you really feel and vent your stress in a non-threatening manner. And nobody else sees that. So you can be as honest and forthright as you want. And if it's towards someone else, but you don't feel like you can talk to them, get that all out on paper. Another method of connecting with yourself is to become an advocate and share your story. There's been a lot of research that explores the power of storytelling as a form of therapy. So sharing your own experiences through writing or talking is an important stage of recovery. And I cannot stress this enough. It is my purpose in creating my my business in pursuit of purpose and reaching out and doing these workshops and courses that I'm going to be sharing here shortly with you guys it's really important to me that other people learn how to tell their story. And just as you are supported by reading the thoughts and experiences of others, you can also be that person that helps lift another. So like I said, while we're on talking about sharing our stories, I wanted to share with you my own journey on learning to write my story. So after these past few months of soul searching and challenging myself to look deep into what makes my spirit feel free and sets my soul on fire, I am elbow, knee deep, whichever one is deeper. I am deep into building my writer's workshop. And my first free writer's workshop is how to write your first novel without having a panic attack. I'm also finishing up my notes and slides on my full online signature course, which is bring the story inside your heart to life. So if you're already an author and just want some useful tips to reset your mindset and motivate you to keep on keeping on, These free workshops are perfect for you. If you're just an ordinary Joe or Jane and you want to learn what the heck you even do to begin to start writing your story, whether it be fiction or nonfiction, I'm here to joyfully help you face your fears and rid yourself of doubt. I want to give you the tools to combat writer's block and empower you to master your mindset. So I'm excited today to announce that my first ever Writer's Workshop is going to be held on December 10th, 2021. And you are all welcome to join me. I'm so excited to see where this leads. You can go to my website and sign up right now if you're interested. I'd love to have you join me. So my new website is In Pursuit of Purpose. So it's I-N-P-U-R-S-U-I-T-O-F-P-U-R-P-O-S-E. Again, that's InPursuitOfPurpose.org forward slash links, L-I-N-K-S. And then at the top button there, you need to click on Sign Up for Free Writing Workshop here. Enter your first name and email address, and you're in. You're signed up to join me on December 10th for How to Prepare to Write Your First or 20th Novel Without Having a Panic Attack. So beyond that, I have a full-length paid course I'll be teaching in January that I'll share more details about coming up soon. But there's five modules, possibly six. I'm still kind of adding on to it and honing in on what's really important. I've asked a lot of people questions as far as, like, what they're really looking for and what they need help with. So if you have any other ideas um, and you listen to this podcast, go ahead and shoot me some comments on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever you listen to this, and Just let me know some things that you are wanting me to talk about in that workshop. So I kind of get down to the nitty-gritty and take you through every stage of writing your book, from the creation of your title, writing a title page, creating an outline, to typing the words the end, and everything in between. And then we'll talk about getting ready to submit it to a publisher. So why am I doing all of this, you might ask? Is it just to kill time? Maybe is it just to create the void my kids have left in my heart when they left me and went out on their own? Partially. But the main reason is because just like everything else I choose to do in life, I feel led and I feel called to do so. And as if that calling wasn't already strong enough, or if I had any inkling of a doubt that this wasn't the path I was meant to be on, this past weekend solidified everything I was already thinking and feeling. And the universe has an amazing way of coming full circle and doing that for you. So my husband and I attended an author's fair at our Council Bluffs Public Library last weekend. And ahead of time, we had been kind of going through the house and decluttering and getting ready for the holidays and just doing some kind of more spring cleaning than anything in the fall. But whatever, we were a little bit late there, yes. And we honestly woke up that morning and I'm like, I would not be disappointed if this lady does not send us an email and say the whole event's canceled because we we really just wanted to stay home and have a day to ourselves. But we showed up and we had a pretty good turnout overall, even though it wasn't maybe as much as we'd like to be. And it wasn't some big, crazy book signing party. It ended up being our best one yet. And one of the reasons why it was so successful this time was because of the connection that we made with others. We sat there promoting our books and asking people to join me for my free workshop, but I began to see people's eyes light up when I talked about wanting to help them write their story. I saw a flicker of hope inside when they thought about all their wishes and dreams that they would tucked inside until maybe the time was right, but they never quite got to them. I started to see this workshop spreading and began to dream about branching out to others I hadn't even pictured yet who might need my help as each person walked by me and I was like, they need that for ways and, and reasons that I hadn't even thought of. And then the unthinkable happened. The head of the library event came to me and she said, would you ever consider holding a workshop here and working with veterans to help tell their story? I nearly cried right there on the spot because that, that is the reason I want to help people tell their stories. You see, it wasn't too long ago that I sat down at my computer trying to decide where my life was going from here. I thought and dreamed and hoped and wished on a million different things to happen, but it all centered around one main goal, to help others, to be the light for those shrouded in darkness, to be the voice for others who can't find their own. And this podcast was born of those same core values, And not too long ago, I sat and wrote out what my beliefs were for wanting to help others tell their story. And this is what I came up with. I believe that every story deserves to be told. The hard truths, the weakest moments, the brokenness manifested into healing. Every single word is worth speaking into existence. You never know who needs those very words to survive their own tragic nightmare and slay the demons they face. So be the light, be the truth, be the voice that saves them from themselves. Now, I plan to devote an entire podcast to giving you some ideas on topics and ideas on what kind of story might be hiding inside your heart, just waiting for you to let it out. And I'll do that before my workshop and before my uh, signature course so that you have some idea on whether this is a right fit for you to join these courses. Until then, let's talk about some ways that we can use this upcoming winter hibernation season to start taking care of ourselves. And like I said, when I read my horoscope today, I think this is where this ties in. I don't feel like until we take care of ourselves and we declutter all these things that are going on in our minds and our bodies and our spirits, that we can truly open ourselves up to let all of that out that's within us that we want to share with the world to tell our story. So look, we all know that we need to take care of ourselves, don't we? Deep down, we know. Especially if you take time to listen to that still, small voice inside of you that guides you and leads you to the place you're meant to be. Your body, mind, spirit, and soul all know. But sometimes it's easier to ignore it. Sometimes we tell it to outright shut the hell up so we can do what we want anyway, don't we? I know I do. And then when things don't work out as planned, or as in my case, my blood work results aren't what we expected them to be, I blame it on everybody else but myself. But if I'm being completely honest, I knew that skipping breakfast and grabbing handfuls of chips or putting too much coffee creamer in my coffee or adding too much butter to that third piece of New England brown bread at dinner next to my Zappa Toscano I made wasn't maybe the healthiest choice I could have made. But I chose not to listen. I chose not to make a healthier choice. And now I'm here and have yet another choice to make, like it or not. I can continue on this slow-burning path of self-destruction, my kryptonite being food and coffee. Yours might be smoking. Maybe it's drinking. Maybe it's a serious drug addiction. There's so many other things that are our kryptonite that tear us down. Whatever it is, it's time to face it and find a way to resolve the underlying issues associated with that addiction before it's too late. So right now, I still have the chance to turn those blood results around. I can make healthier choices, use portion control, lower my salt intake, eat more whole grains, lose weight, exercise. Either way, I can take back control of my health while I still have the chance to do so. Many other people suffer from a stroke, severe hypertension, have a massive heart attack before they are forced to change their behavior. And I'm not looking to tempt fate or risk suffering from any of those things. So my resolution, not waiting until January 1st, is to listen to that still small voice that's been whispering for quite some time. It's time to make some changes. And that change begins with me. So let me ask you this. Are you going to wait for someday to make those changes? Are you going to let this be your day one? And if you're ready, I'll walk beside you every step of the way. If you're not, I'll guide you and help teach you the steps to get there until you can feel confident in saying, I'm ready. I'm ready to not only write my story, but rewrite my history and write the story of my life today. I encourage all of you, like I said, go to my website, www.inpursuitofpurpose.org forward slash links and sign up for at least the free workshop. Just kind of get a taste of what I have to offer in this course. And I truly want to help you in whatever way shape, or form, you feel you need to write your story. There's so many aspects of writing a story that people just don't understand, and they think that they have to do all these things before they can start. You start with you. You start with your heart. That is the most important. I can teach you the other steps in my full-length course on how to edit, how to do all these other things after the fact, but we don't worry about any of that right now. And that's what holds so many people back. Well, I don't know how to, how to write. I'm not good at grammar. I'm not good at English. I'm not good at blah, 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 blah. Those are all just excuses to keep you from writing your story. You have what it takes already inside of you. And all you need to do is show up, open your heart, and be ready to receive the words that I have to teach you, to show you how to rewrite that history, how to write the story of your life today. So, my friends, I guess that's about all I have to talk about today. Each week it gets harder and harder to say goodbye because I feel like I could sit here and just talk to you guys forever. You've become part of my family, also, my podcast family. And this is the place where I am the most vulnerable. I'm just me. I share myself, my heart, my thoughts with you in order to help you feel better as well. And I hope you'll join me each week as we take the next steps in becoming more than we ever thought imaginable, as we learn that nothing is too big to handle when we step out of the way and let the universe guide us. My wish is that I have provided you with hope, that I have uplifted you, that I've made you laugh, made you cry, that I make you want to scream out loud, I want to take my happiness, my story back into my own hands. I want to rewrite my history and write the story of my life today. But most especially, I can do this. Yes, I can. So chin up, my friend. You've taken the next step, and it's all uphill from here. So straighten your crown, take a deep breath in, and let it all go, because I believe in you. I believe you have what it takes, and so do I. Together we'll make it through, day by day, and piece by piece, until we're restored, healed, and find joy in the journey once again. I hope you all have a great week coming up and a very happy Thanksgiving. Hang in there and know that you're loved from here to the universe and back. Until next time, I'm unconditionally yours. All my love, Sadie. Promise you, promise I'm better now Ben, another episode of the Daily Escape Podcast, and I am your host, Sadie K. Frazier.